0: Hey, everyone. Welcome. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio, and you are listening to the 1% Christian. I'm glad that you are joining me today. Uh, What is the 1% Christian? How can I uh, explain this? Because I know the name itself is going to raise some questions and and maybe even make a few people uh, mad because, of course, uh, those who uh, claim to be Christian are 100% Christian. I'm with you on that. But hear me out. This is a way for us to take 1% of our day. Uh, roughly 14 minutes and 40 seconds and dive into a Bible study, get some prayer in, get some worship in and uh, reflect a bit on God. And yes, I do believe that we can do all of those things in uh, that short period of time. And, um, Since this is our uh, first recording, uh, I want to lay out how I see this going, okay? Uh, God can do whatever He wants, so all this is subject to change. Uh, But we're going to get into His Word. We're going to study. We're going to start with the Gospel of John, and we're going to go all the way through. And after that, we'll see what happens. Uh, But uh, we are going to go through the Gospel of John. Uh, We're going to take either a chapter or most likely a portion of chapter uh, per day, uh, probably about the next 40 days or so, uh, read it, break it down, and we're going to actually worship God by uh, recognizing his attributes. And what what do I mean by that? Uh, Focusing on God's attributes is so important. You don't get to know somebody if you don't get to know their characteristics. And unfortunately, many of us have perceptions of God that are either incorrect or incomplete. And it it really impacts the way we view the world, the way we view ourselves, the way we view him, most certainly. So much hinges on what we think or who we think God is. So as we study each day during this short time, we're going to pull out and reflect on God's attributes get to know Him, properly align ourselves with Him. Because we think worship sometimes, we think the singing portion of our Sunday service, and that's not it at all. Uh, I mean, that's an expression of worship. But worship is really when we honor God for who He is and recognize Him for His amazing attributes. Any attribute that we can give to God uh, is the purest, most awesome form of that thing. So when we say that God is love, He's the purest, most awesome form of love, okay? When we say he's patient, that means he exhibits the greatest level of patience possible, and thank God for that, and that's something that we as the church sometimes don't communicate. As a matter of fact, we point out God as a punisher, as a judge, as uh, a lot of things that, uh, that to be quite honest, scare people and, uh, God is love and love casts out all fear. Amen. Okay. So, uh, also at the end of this, we're going to close out in prayer. We're going to believe that what we learned today, uh, this small mustard seeds, uh, seed sized part, try to say that five times fast. Uh, part of our day is, uh, is uh, going to impact the remaining 99%, amen? Okay, so uh, if by the way, if you want to download the uh, Sound of Heaven app uh, for a digital Bible, you can do that. Go to the Android uh, or Apple Marketplace, and uh, we will go ahead and then you just download, just type in Sound of Heaven, and uh, you can uh, download our app. It's absolutely free, absolutely free, uh, and uh, let's get started. John 1, 1 through 14 is where we're going today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Okay. So let's uh, start to break down this these first few scriptures here. I remember when I uh, had first read this, I didn't quite uh, know what was going on here. I know there was a word in the beginning. A word was with God, but the word was also God. So what are we talking about here? See, a lot of times when we hear God's word, uh, immediately we uh, jump to thinking it's the Bible. That's not the case. Well, it's not What we're talking about here. Uh, To understand what it means, actually, the word word here is the Greek logos, which means logic, means uh, reasoning. So, because we're talking about God here, we can immediately uh, say that God uh, is revealing who he is. And understanding this, okay, we are created in God's image. Okay? Uh, we're created in God's image, which means that we're like Him. And this may sound a little bit crazy, but it also means that He is like us. And Proverbs 23 verse seven says it like this: that a way a person thinks, as a person thinks, so they are. So why do I bring that scripture up? God is revealing His word, His logic, his divine reasoning. And we can really get a glimpse into who he is. And I'm going to give you a, a spoiler alert because God has, since the beginning of time, wanted to reveal himself to uh, to humanity, who he is. And in verse 14, as we'll see, the word we're talking about here is Jesus. Jesus is the perfect reflection of God. And before Jesus walked this earth, humanity had no idea or, or could only see God partially. Okay. But when Jesus came on the scene, God's nature was right before their eyes. And today, it's right before our eyes too. Maybe not in the way uh, you know, the church acts sometimes, but it's right before, right in front of us in the Gospels. Okay? To know Jesus is to know God himself. And verse 2 goes ahead and personifies it all. It says, uh, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him not anything was made that was made. So we see there that God's word is personified through Jesus. God is personified through Jesus. And we see that all creation is attributed through Jesus, which is really an interesting point. That all God's creative power would manifest himself through Jesus. The way into the world is through Jesus. So it's logical that the way back to God is also through Jesus. And this is the Christian perspective, is it not? You, you may may not believe it right now, but I invite you to get through the Gospel of John and determine for yourself. But then when a Christian talks about being born again or, or being a new creation, we're talking about a change that happens from within. We're talking about a new life. That sparks. And verse four, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And that's the first attribute that I want to uh, get, pull out about God is that God is light. And I know that sounds probably strange. How could light be an attribute? How can light be, how can we compare somebody to uh, or personify light itself? And to understand this, we got to get a little scientific. I want to share with you a little bit about light and its relation to darkness. You see, darkness cannot withstand light. It cannot remain in the presence of light. It's often said that darkness is the absence of light, but actually that's not uh, completely true. Even when we can't see, in darkness, photons are present. I told you I was going to get a little scientific here. Okay, photons are tiny packets of energy that are found in light, and all darkness needs for greater it needs is for uh, greater light to be introduced, and it's gone. So when we understand that God is light, hear me here. And actually, he's light in its greatest form. We can acknowledge that even in our darkest places, even in the darkest places in this world, in our own hearts, in our own minds, out there, these things can be forever changed if we would just let the light of God shine in. And what do I mean by let God's light shine? Did you ever notice that you can't bring darkness from one corner of the room to another? Or you can... Do is try to block the light, but you can take light, okay? Whether it be in the form of a candle, uh, in the form of a uh, a lamp, and you can take light over to darkness, and the darkness dissipates. And a lot of times we have our fears, we have our doubts, we have the things that we do wrong, and these are things that try to block the light from our life. But it's important for us to realize that God. And His light never stops shining on us. In fact, since light never flees from darkness, we can say and realize that God's not afraid of our deepest, darkest places. And we all have them. God wants to shine through me and you, and our dark places don't surprise Him. He's God. So all you have to do is just ask Him, God, bring your light to my dark places. Remove any self-imposed barrier that's blocking my way to see what is true. All right, let's continue uh, reading on with verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now this is John the Baptist, not John the writer of this gospel. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, I want to point that out, gives light to everyone. Will the church say it with me? Everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own. And his own people did not receive him. As you'll see in the, in the coming weeks, Jesus came on the scene and he was, uh, he was focused on shining the light of God on the hearts of the men and women and children that he encountered. But it was the people that were closest or claimed to be closest to God that rejected him, rejected his ideas, rejected his characteristics. And we see that a little bit with the church today. I'm not, just, I'm not trying to bash the church, but do we really reflect the love of God? Do we reflect the light of God? Are we here uh, cheering for our neighbors to have their hearts illuminated by God? Or are we in this game of wanting our enemies to be punished? Because that's not the heart of God. And a whole lot of our culture, whether you aim it at, if you talk about cancel culture, uh, we just, we seem to cheer on people that fall. And we seem to like it when people who don't look like us, think like us, get punished or have things happen. But that's not the heart of God. Check this out, verse 12. But all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And the word became flesh. That's exactly where we see it here. God's word, his reasoning, his divine mind, who he was manifested himself in the flesh and dwelt among us. That is Jesus. Full of wrath, full of anger, full of judgment. No, full of grace and truth. We were the ones with the judgment. We were the ones with the wrath. People didn't like when Jesus said, love your enemies. They didn't like when he said, forgive those who persecute you. And to be honest with you, it, we don't like it now. Because, like I had just said, we love to see people we don't like fall, but that's not the heart of God. God is light. Jesus is the light. And you, who have been made, and I, who have been made in God's image, have the incredible opportunity today and every day to be the light to someone. See, you're going to go on with the rest of your day today, and I promise you, you're going to encounter some darkness. Will you be the light? And it's not that hard. It could be a smile. It could be a kind word. It could be uh, just the ability to be patient, just a little more patient than you normally would have been. A moment of personal sacrifice, or dare I say, maybe you forgive someone today. Forgiving somebody is sometimes the hardest thing to do. And we're right here up, we're right here at about 14 minutes, 40 seconds, 1% of our day. And I thank you for sharing this with me. I hope you come back tomorrow as we continue to read out of John chapter 1. But I want to pray with you today, and I want to reflect for a moment that God is light. Father God, Thank you that you are the light. Thank you that you illuminate the dark places in this world and in our hearts. If you're where you are right now and you just want God to say, God, please shine your light on my heart. And he's faithful to do it. And if you mean it, you say it, you say, God, help me to be the light to somebody today. And he'll do it. He'll show you how to be the light. Because if all of us do just a little bit today, we can make the world a better place. I love you guys. I hope you uh, continue with this. We'll see you tomorrow as we, can, as we uh, keep going. I am Pastor J. D'Ambrosio. This is the 1% Christian. And uh, go out today. Be the light.